You know, it's nights like tonight that I wish this was the Locked On Stockton Kings podcast because at least I'd be talking about a team that played with a little bit of heart and effort. A pathetically predictable performance for the Sacramento Kings. I don't care if they were missing three starters. They go into Memphis after two fun wins over the Blazers and the Lakers taking on a Grizzlies team that is coming off a blowout loss themselves without John Morant, and they get absolutely embarrassed, run out of the gym, show no heart or effort on both ends of the floor. It's a story that we've seen and read for 15 years, and it keeps on rearing its ugly head. Unfortunately, once again, we're going to have to talk about it on today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time, time for another episode of Locked on Kings. Hello and welcome into Locked on Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all off season. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, Full coverage of your Sacramento Kings from January through December. This is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And thank goodness the podcast is sponsored because I don't think the Sacramento Kings are sponsored too much uh, after games like this. But today's Locked On Kings podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks. Check out prizepicks.com, use promo code NBA, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports media member covering the Kings for the last seven years. This is my eighth season covering the team professionally. Uh, and uh, I used to be with Sports 1140 KHDK Radio in Sacramento, now with ABC 10 Television. Uh, and, and I say privilege because it is a privilege, truly, to, to host this podcast and be able to interact with all you fantastic Locked on Kings listeners and Sacramento Kings fans out there. Uh, it just so happens to not be a privilege, though, that we have to follow this Kings team as closely as we do. You know, it's really a privilege for the Kings to have the fan base uh, that they have here in Sacramento to continue to support them, even though we've seen games like this time after time after time after time again uh, over the course of uh, the this 15-plus year uh, playoff drought. And, you know, it's one thing, like, bad losses are going to happen. Blowout losses happen every single season. And you could easily dismiss this game as, well, it was an earlier start, a three o'clock start Pacific time. It was what, uh, five or six o'clock start in Memphis. Uh, and the Kings were without Harrison Barnes and without Rashawn Holmes, also without Mo Harkless, no matter that all three of those guys were basically out the entire game when the Kings beat uh, the Los Angeles Lakers in triple overtime. That to me is more important. That to me is what is worth pointing out and focusing on because as we've had to talk about way too many damn times here on the Locked On Kings podcast. That is what we expect from this Kings team. Raise your hand if you followed the Kings for the last 15 years. If you've followed the Kings for the last five years closely, raise your hand if you did not predict this game going like this tonight, or at least starting the way it started. It's so 
pathetically predictable for the Sacramento Kings coming off of two good wins, a great win over the Portland Trailblazers, followed by an absolute war, a triple overtime battle against LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the Lakers while you were down two starters and lost a third in Mo Harkless early on in the game. You fought, you scratched, you clawed, you did so on the big stage that is a Lakers home game in Southern California against a team that has championship expectations, even if they're not living up to it. You showed up against that team and fought to the bitter end. And then come to Memphis against a struggling Grizzlies team who is without their star in John Morant. And you play the same way that you've played against teams who are either significantly, or I should say, even to worse than you or without one of their major stars. How many times over the last 15 years, how many times over the last five years have we seen the Kings get destroyed by a team that is missing one, if not multiple stars or main pieces. How many times? I credit it to two things. One, everybody who comes into a game against the Sacramento Kings, especially against the Sacramento Kings defense, they come in with the confidence knowing, hey, this could be my night. This could be the night for me to, to, to show up and shine and, and prove that I belong here in the NBA and maybe play well enough to uh, earn myself some minutes down the line because I torched the Sacramento Kings. Just like, I don't know, Jaron Jackson Jr. did tonight, 17 points. Dylan Brooks, 21 points. Uh, 18 points from Desmond Bain. And these are good players. These are solid NBA players. But they come in with a confidence, even without their star, because they know they're playing the Sacramento Kings, specifically the Sacramento Kings defense. So that's one thing I attribute it to. Number two is the Kings consistently take opponents for granted. Oh, John Morant's not playing? This won't be as hard as it usually is. Never mind, this Grizzlies team swept you last season in three games. Granted, some of those games you were without De'Aaron Fox. Doesn't matter. You had De'Aaron Fox in this game. He might as well have not have been on the floor. De'Aaron Fox was horrible in this game. The Kings as a whole were horrible in this game. But it's predictable that they would play this way with the lazy effort on defense, the poor offensive execution. It's the same crap that we've seen for over a decade. Regardless of head coach, and I hit that point hard because you know many of you who call me Captain Defender Walton here over the last few months of the season, but certainly since Luke Walton was fired and right before Luke Walton was fired. And I don't know how many times I have to preface this by saying, I don't believe Luke Walton was the perfect ideal right coach to bring the Kings back to prominence in the NBA. That's not the argument. My argument was always, I don't believe there is anything a head coach could do to fix the consistent issue with this Kings roster, which are these players showing up sometimes and not showing up others. And that especially includes the best players, Mr. De'Aaron Fox in particular. What could Alvin Gentry do? There, you don't, it, doesn't, it didn't matter. It might as well have been Luke Walton on the bench tonight. The team looked the exact same. This Sacramento Kings team looked the exact same as they did last season. Their defense was non-existent and their offense was, hey, let's just chuck up a crap ton of threes and if they don't go in, oh well, keep shooting them. We're down 30. It doesn't matter. That's all we saw last season under Luke Walton. It seemed to get better this season also under Luke Walton. Had some struggles. Alvin Gentry 
two and one in his first three games, including great wins over the Lakers and the Blazers, feeling pretty good. We want to give credit to Alvin Gentry and we try and give credit to Alvin Gentry. Do we not blame Gentry the same way we would blame Walton for this kind of performance? If you're going to blame Walton for these, you have to blame Gentry. Or you can have the perspective that I have, which is this is just who this Kings group is. This is who this Kings franchise is. This is the organization. This is what they've been. This is who they are. Inconsistent effort. Poor execution, regardless of who's on the roster and the amount of players that have come here, especially young players who have shown up excited with a fire playing hard in college, coming to the NBA, ready to be the guy or one of the guys to finally lead this Kings team and more importantly, this Kings franchise and fan base back to the promised land, back to the playoffs where they will then be immortalized only to two, three, four years later, look completely burnt out and discouraged. Remember the start of De'Aaron Fox's second season? He did like a video letter to Sacramento for the Players' Tribune. Basically draping a, a Sacramento Kings flag over his shoulders, saying, you know what, fan base? It didn't go well. It's not always going to go well, but we promise we're going to give you 100% effort or I'm always going to give you my all. Remember how De'Aaron Fox wanted to come here and sac to Sacramento because he knew that this fan base, this organization wanted him bad. Now look at De'Aaron. Head hung low. In press conferences, short answers, attitude, no eye contact, no joy. Looks dead, tired, exhausted, done, ready to move on. That body language we've seen by for player after player, not to mention veterans who have come here after solid seasons only to completely disappear. Marco Bellinelli. Let's see, who else? George Hill. Been so many players that have come here to Sacramento who provide a really, really good skill set who just forget how to do it or can't do it here in Sacramento. It's a culture. That's the only explanation for it happening over and over and over again. It's a losing culture that plagues this franchise. And that culture is never more apparent than in the Kings' effort against weak teams isn't the right term. Vulnerable. The Memphis Grizzlies were vulnerable tonight. They've already been struggling with John Morant. Now they're without him. They were vulnerable. And even with Harrison Barnes and Rashawn Holmes and Mo Harkless out, the Kings didn't look like they belonged. Hell, all three of those players could have played. It wouldn't have freaking mattered. Wouldn't have mattered. We've seen the Kings play this bad with the three of them. You can't tell me that those three guys playing would have changed the Kings getting outscored 11-0 in the first two, three minutes of this game. You can't tell me that those three guys being in would have made the Kings' deficit of loss be anything less than 15 points. I mean, at least it's not 30. Great. A loss is a loss. And the Kings continue to compile poor effort losses like this time and time and time again. And it doesn't surprise me at all that, that Kings fans are as sick of it uh, as they are. Hell, I'm sick of it just covering and watching and talking about this damn team every day. I'm not sick of talking about prize picks, though, and thank you for their sponsorship here of the Locked on Kings podcast. I promise I want to be happy. I want it to be a positive place, damn it. Prize picks, you make things a little bit easier because 
you allow myself and other uh, Sacramento Kings fans to at least make money on our high and low expectations for this Kings team. Price Picks is the best NBA daily fantasy sports game on the market, has more props than other daily fantasy prop operators and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Price Picks offers any prop that you can think of from points uh, to rebounds to assists. All of uh, our Locked On Kings listeners who deposit uh, up to $100 and use promo code NBA will receive a 100% instant Re, uh, or deposit match. Uh, so you deposit $100, you get $100 free. You pick two to five players and over under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize picks allows mixed sport entries as well. So on a day like today where there's football and basketball going on at the same time, you can have fun with both. And that allows you to get through blowouts like this where the entire second half is just a waste of time. Props to you uh, if you sat through it and watched it like I did. Go and use the award winning prize picks app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals so you will get your money. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use promo code NBA or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Today's Locked on Kings podcast also brought to you by Direct TV Stream. Let me know if this sounds familiar. You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. You have another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. And you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all that other extra stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment together without the hassle. A great way to finally get your TV all in one place. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites like never before, uh, so you can watch sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And I know what you're thinking. Even though this means no longer uh, juggling uh, different remotes and juggling different systems and streaming services, what about annual contracts? That's why you might have cut the cord in the first place. DirecTV Stream has no annual contract. It's easy to cancel, just like any other subscription service that you have. Get rid of the clutter, get rid of the confusion, get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. Hey, everybody. Peek behind the curtain real quick. Uh, I After recording those uh, that, that first segment and those two uh, ad reads, I uh, unfortunately received a phone call from my, uh, my wife who uh, was out driving. She was uh, rear-ended, and the, the dude who hit her uh, decided to just keep going and, and, and not stop. So uh, dealing with that at the moment, she's totally fine. No injuries. Thankfully, the car held up. You might be able to hear that sound in the background, too. For those who are, are watching on YouTube, you can see the top of my baby's head. He also decided to wake up right as all this was going on, uh, and he had some sort of nightmare or something, so he's not a happy camper either. Maybe he was dreaming about that Kings game. Somehow, everything that <laughs> I just explained to you that has happened in the last 10 minutes uh, was, was has been easier to deal with already uh, than that Kings lost it. But unfortunately, going to have to... Uh, Call this podcast a little bit short. I had more to talk about, especially in regards to De'Aaron Fox. I will talk about that on a future episode. I just don't know how long this delay is going to be and want to make sure I got this post-game podcast out to you. So that's my son, Arthur, saying so long. I will say goodbye as well. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back with a normal podcast coming up very soon. Kings have three meetings against LA teams coming up. That should be fun. I'll talk to you next time. Until then, my name is Matt George. You've been listening to Locked On Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I know, buddy. They make me cry, too. The Kings make me cry, too.